Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'm burn out. I tell them I'm not like the rest. But- Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. And I hope you guys are having a fabulous day. I don't know about you guys, but I am in my cozy girl fall era. Don't worry. I will be recording a solo episode on this and it will be going live, I think, next week. I'm currently sitting here in a Skims fuzzy set with my slippers on post shower. I went on a nice walk this morning in a little sweater, listened to a podcast, went to weightlifting, and now I'm sitting here in my cozy little Skims set in my robe that I actually, guys, I'm so extra. I bought a Versace robe for myself for my birthday. And I'm going to tell you, it was a great buy, okay? And I'm also drinking some coffee with some Nut Pods, like, fall creamer. I'm really living my best life these days, and it is solely because it is the fall. Speaking of living my best life, we are having our first ever Dallas live show. So we have our guest, Margot Ostry, coming. It is November 11th. That is a Friday night. The doors open at 7. Show starts at 8 at the factory. Tickets are available now. Get your tickets as soon as possible. Make a girls night out of it. Or if you're coming alone, join our Geneva chat. There's so many girls that are getting tickets and coming alone. There's actually a girl who messaged me who is literally coming from Kansas for the show. How insane. Like that is the coolest thing ever. There's some girls coming from Austin. It's going to be a great time, but definitely come. And if you guys are afraid and coming alone, don't worry. We have our Geneva chats um, and there's so many girls who bought tickets alone and we'll be meeting up before, doing a little happy hour, getting dinner, going to drinks, going out after. It will be the most fun night ever. And I'm so excited. So if you guys are in the Dallas area, be sure to get your tickets. Again, November 11th at the factory. Doors open at 7 p.m. In today's episode, we are talking to Lindsay Carter. I love Lindsay. It is actually her third time on the show. And this is a swap. Her episode or my episode on her show, Ready, Set, Spill, already went up. So definitely be sure to go check that out. We're talking a lot about breakups. Like she's really getting into the nitty gritty, if you will. But I wanted to have Lindsay on the show today to talk about imposter syndrome and then also changing career paths in your 20s. Lindsay went from going to school for education to be a teacher to then starting another like agency for social media to then starting Set Active. I'm skipping over a bunch of things, but she's now the CEO and founder of Set Active, which is a wildly successful company. And I wanted to have her on the show to just talk about changing your mind and changing your careers in your 20s. It's so important. We put so much pressure on ourselves at all ages, unfortunately, to have everything figured out and to know what we want to do. And at the end of the day, you can change your mind. And sometimes changing your mind a hundred times, the hundred first time will lead you to your best idea yet. So 
Without further ado, let's welcome Lindsay onto the show. Well, we were just talking about TikTok. Yes. Always talking about TikTok. Always. And I love yours. I really love your whole, I love everything about your TikTok. Thank you so much because, again, imposter syndrome. I'm like, I don't get what people find interesting, but I keep doing it because people are loving it. So I feel like, I don't know. Like, I just like, what, what are you loving about it? I love when you're like taking us behind the scenes of set and like into certain meetings. But I think everyone feels that way because I feel that way about my life. Yeah. And people still watch it. And people like, okay, on YouTube with vlogs. Yeah. People actually like my vlogs when I'm at home versus my vlogs when I'm out like traveling the world. Okay. So when you think things need to be super interesting like to you, that doesn't mean that they wouldn't be to other people. Yeah. So you're just used to the life that you live. So you don't think that it's interesting. Totally. But other people aren't used to it and it is interesting to them. Yeah. I you think know? I get like 10 DMs a day from someone new saying they saw my TikTok and they're like, holy, they found me because of TikTok or whatever it might be. And I'm just like, what? That's so cool. TikTok is great in that way. Like it's crazy because I don't think about like growth on TikTok, I'm not strategic with it. I just, I don't, I'm honestly like, don't think about growth anywhere. But it's like, it's great until the haters come <laughs> forward, which I know you want to talk about. Yeah. Actually, so how are you doing now with your haters? Honestly, great. Like, I feel like never, they've disappeared. Well, they've disappeared because I don't put, like, unfortunately, this is going to be us putting attention on them, but it's, they've disappeared because I don't give them that attention anymore. Yeah. Honestly, like, I just realized that, like, they're not in my shoes. They don't know how to run a business. They probably never have run a business before. They don't know anything about what I'm doing on the inside. So, like, I hope they get well soon. You know, <laughs> like, I hope they get well because yes. I, Caitlin's laughing because we like in our office. It's seriously like we're a family. Like, it's so weird how close we all are. And I know people don't understand it. I actually don't understand how we are all so close. Like, it just works. And so, anyways, Diane and I were like jokingly picking on Allie today. And she says to us, like, I hope you guys get well soon. <laughs> and I was like, I love that. Like, That's I'm so going to start saying that to people who like say mean things about my friends on Instagram or like say mean things to me. I'm gonna be like, I really hope you get well soon. No, I'm so I think it's a thing. So shout out to Allie for starting that because I think it's genius. But I really stopped like giving them attention. There was like one TikTok video when I first started that like went viral. I forgot. I couldn't even tell you what she like was saying, but she was like shitting on me and shitting on set. And I went to the video and I'm like, listen, you're going to hear my not so nice side come out in a second. I was like, this bitch is laying in bed and she's going to have the audacity to pick on my brand and my company as she's laying in her bed. That lazy ass. Like I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to listen to this girl's TikTok that's going viral. She can, you know, what's the word? Clickbait people yep. by saying she has tea or thinks she knows what's happening on the inside, but she has no idea what she's talking about. And that's what I just really started to like realize. I was like, these people are writing like that we're like, picking similar colors on purpose or like coming up with this strategy to like fuck over our customers. I'm like, 
in what they universe? Similar colors. There's a single trend forecasting too. It's a whole thing. So I just really, honestly, it's been months. I've never been happier. I don't play into the haters. I don't really have haters who comment anymore or reach out to me. The whole reason this whole thing started was because I stood up for Nikki. Someone said something some, not nice on her Instagram. I stood up for her. She thought this girl thought it was unprofessional of me to stand up for her or like say what I said as a CEO and went to Reddit and like created this whole community. And I swear this Reddit community wouldn't have built up if I didn't talk about it. And basically this girl's name was Bella, I think. Yeah, her name was Bella. And I just I don't know. I just was like, there's no rule book to being a CEO. First of all, if you're going to bully my friend, then I'm going to stand up for her. I'm not going to bully you back because that's like childish, but I'm going to tell you that what you're doing is not okay and that I hope you get well soon. (laughs) So there's the situation on that. And what you're saying about they're going away and you're not talking about it, I promise you that's probably why. Because the more attention you give to, quote, hater, the more like the more hate will come. My friends and I talk about this all the time and in like YouTube world specifically, it's like, God, I feel like their followers are just so mean or like everything they have to say or there's always something, they're always addressing hate. Yeah. And then over time we realize like they're always addressing hate because they address it to begin with and then it feeds off. So that's probably true. I'm going to read you this quote that I sent to that Indie Blue posted first. Then I sent it to Maddie Ziegler because we were at dinner and like we were talking about haters in general and whatever. And it really resonated with me. So I'm going to read it to you. And it has to do with this. this. It's by Kobe Bryant. My heart. It says, learn to love the hate. Embrace it. Enjoy it. You earned it. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion and everyone should have one about you. Haters are a good problem to have. Nobody hates the good ones. They hate the great ones. Wow. That's true. I like I read that all the time. If like, you know, a hater comes through, I'm like, if you don't if you don't have haters, you're not popping. Yeah. So that's true. I started to just see it as a good thing and I changed my mindset about it and I stopped giving them attention. And even like the random comments I'll get on my TikTok that say like, oh, you know, I show my sample meetings all the time. Like, do you do this on plus size? I'm like, obviously, yes, I do it on plus size. Mm -hmm. But that's not how the production world starts. You start it on a sample size and then you grade mm-hmm. up. And then once you get the grading, then you put it on plus size and also the extra, extra, extra small sizes too. But because of production and the way that samples come, it comes in the average size of production. Yep. So all of our samples come in a size small, which is why we have to fit it on a sample model on a size small. Then we grade up and down and then we do those fittings. I don't show that because when bulk comes, they're ready to go. And I'm not giving notes on that because usually every single time the fit is great. So that is why I show the sample mm-hmm. meaning on a size small. And also people who are doing like really nothing have so much time to talk about you. You know, imagine you are in social media and you see your friend that you know in real life that you spend time with either commenting on someone like a hate comment on someone's TikTok or God forbid making a hate TikTok about someone, would you not be so humiliated to know them? I, I yeah. It's I mean, so embarrassing. Yeah. So anyways, shout out to the haters. Shout we out love to you. the haters. Hope you get well soon. Yeah, get well soon. Get well soon. XX. <laughs> okay, guys, we are in our fall style era. We're focusing so much on our clothing, on our accessories, on shoes, on outerwear, right? What about hair? 
we've got a lot of new little updos that we can do, okay? And we will be using BFB Hair. BFB Hair has some amazing launches coming up this year. They're expanding their product offerings to include accessories and styling products. They also recently launched a collection of claw clips, which I love for fall. BFB Hair launched seven new dimensional shades earlier this year. Now more than ever, there is a perfect shade for you. They have 28 shades available, seven new dimensional shades launched earlier this year. They are available in all clip-in hair extension products from the classic for length, fill-ins for volume, and up for updos, which I love an extension for an updo. These shades have been in the works for over a year and a half. The team listened to the customer feedback to offer shades that were needed. We love a brand that listens. BFB Hair has such a wide range of product offerings and now more than ever a shade that is perfect for you. The quality is unmatched. It's so comfortable. It's such an easy buying process and they have such a large shade collection. I cannot recommend these enough. The packaging and branding is beautiful. They recently just did a full brand relaunch and I, I'm just so pleased with the product. I love the branding. I love everything about it. So follow them on Instagram for tutorials, hair locks, and inspiration at BFB Hair. Our listeners get 15% off all hair products using code I love you at checkout. They rarely have discount codes or sales, so this is an exclusive discount for you. You're going to want to take advantage of this. That's I love you for 15% off at checkout. Enjoy your new hair. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel, or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorce Not Dead. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. 2022 is truly the year of the weddings. We've got all the weddings from 2020 and 2021, and then also just the weddings that would have happened this year anyways, okay? And Golden has you covered with their 2022 bridal collection. The bridal lookbook is stunning, okay? I'm 25. I do live in Texas, so you would think I would have a lot more friends getting married. I don't. I only have one wedding this year, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm somehow making it about me because it's my first wedding of a friend's. <laughs> you know, I need to um, tone it back a little bit. But the bridal collection is incredible. They have stuff for the bride to have and to hold on to for the bridal party to share the love. And they also have commemorative jewelry for keeping the memories bright. Their mission is to make it by hand, make it personal, make a difference, creating connections and giving back through every purchase. I love Golden because they have modern personalization options that allow you to create a piece that tells your story. There's a million different ways to make it yours. They offer a happiness guarantee on all of their pieces, even personalized, which is quite literally unheard of. Each piece is handmade just for you. Choose your metal, size, and personal inscriptions to be hand-stamped by their makers. Every piece comes with letterpress, gift-ready packaging, a handwritten note, and a jewelry care kit. It's very luxe. It's a very beautiful box. Golden's also an incredible company. It is female-founded and run with a workforce consisting of 80% women. They believe in empowerment through craft by providing local craft workers in the Pacific Northwest with jobs working within a process that reduces waste, recycles scrap, and increases material sustainability. So you guys can use code IOYSM at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Visit Golden, that's G-L-D-N dot com to find the perfect piece and make it yours. 
Okay, I want to talk about reading with you. Okay. You're a Colleen Hoover fan. I am a Colleen Hoover fan. I have weird book anxiety, though. I don't know if you experience this. What does that mean? So I have a, like, starting a book stops me from reading a book because it takes a couple pages to get hooked, you know? You know what I mean? Especially with Verity, like, it ended up being my favorite book. And then I always tell myself, like, oh, look, it turned into your favorite book. But it took me, like, a couple of pickup pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down to really get into it until I was actually forced because I was in Cabo with Allie. She went for a beach walk. We call it independent study when we're on vacation together. Like she goes for her beach walk and I go lay by the pool. And I was like, well, now's my, what am I going to do? Stay here and stare at the ocean? Like I'd love to do that, but I got to also just like yeah. occupy some time here. So I picked up the book and that's when I got into it. But it's like my reading anxiety. Like the first 50 pages give me anxiety of every book. I get that. Yeah. I am just like very routine with reading. So I make myself. But it's hard because not every book like hooks you. It's actually pretty rare that a book hooks you from the very beginning. Yes. So it makes. I totally understand. So that. like I won't read. What's that book that that went viral? It's like the seven husbands of, of Evelyn, Evelyn Hugo. Hugo. Because everyone said it was so slow to start. And then it picks up. But because everyone has said that it's so slow to start. I will not read it. It's one of my favorite books, though. Ugh. I will say. It's top. It's the ones that I always recommend to people, like, in general, but especially people, like, when people ask, like, what books did you recommend if you're starting reading? I always say that one because it's so different from every other book that I've read that it just is such a good wreck. But I will say, I, for whatever reason, I had it on my, like, TB, like TBR list for probably a year, and everyone was talking about it, and I still just like couldn't bring myself to read it and then I happened to read it on like New Year's of 2021 yeah and I took a trip with a friend to a cabin and I had nothing else in my kindle so I had to read it and then I read it in a day because I got so hooked eventually so you're a kindle girl huh Mm, oh yeah I am like a kindle evangelist at this point the amount of kindles I have sold Amazon is disturbing and just people in my life I give it as a gift all the time let alone not even talk about people on the internet but like people in my real life that I've either bought a Kindle for or they have finally like my brother was so anti like e-readers was like no I'm only going to read physical books sure enough this week or this past month we went on a family vacation he liked my Kindle I ordered him one to where we were staying and he's obsessed he like hasn't put it down since I don't know if I'm a a Kindle reader but hold on because this is how my brain works and my ADD works you didn't ask me what my favorite product is at the moment. You always start. I know I've changed that. Do you want to answer though? What's your favorite what do you product mean? in the moment? Why did you change that? It's like part of my favorite question that you asked. Really? Yeah. But- okay. Maybe I should. I okay. Okay. Back to it. We used to do hot seat. Okay, okay. Three questions. Okay. One. What is your favorite book you've read this year? Verity. Okay. Two. What is your favorite product? Okay. It's the Tower So Tower Twenty Eight SOS spray. I have that. I haven't used it though. It is what does it life. Do? It's just SOS spray. What does it's, that mean? It's exact. Well, what's SOS mean? Like save me? Yeah. Like help. Nine one one. I need help. Save me. Right. Uh-huh. So it's a spray for your face that saves like anything that's happening. It's like magic spray. I don't know how to explain it. But wait, is it like a skincare product or does it like just revive your face throughout the day? Skincare product. Like you oh. spray it on before your moisturizer. But basically, like, we did some sort of, like, brand, co-branded, like, gifting with them. And this is, I I swear on my life, this is not, like, a branded shout-out. 
Kaylin put together this like they're like, hey, Tower 28 sent over some stuff like do you want to take it home? I happen to be in love with the brand because it like blew up on TikTok and their cream blushes and bronzers love, are oh life saving. I, I would say it's like holy grail makeup products. But they sent like a really small size and I'm, I'm looking at Kaylin. They sent a really small size and I've been begging for a travel size. They sent a travel size spray of the SOS spray. And I mean, I'm happy to buy it, but I think they're sending me a normal size bottle because I went through it in a week. Wow. And then... Hailey Bieber, who obviously is the end all be all right now, like mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's God. She's always been God's gift to earth, but now yeah. she's extra God's gift to earth. She posted like when my skin is ir- irritated or acting up, this is what I use. And the spray was that she posted the spray, not sponsored, not paid. Like it was clear that she like picked it up from her bathroom counter and she was like that. And then she like modge podge like everything else that she uses to save her skin. And I know I'm going on about this, but I'm telling you. It will change your life. I saw that video of hers. Yeah. That post of hers. Yes. Okay, it's, I need to try it. No, it's amazing. Have you tried Broad yet? I love my girl Haley so much, but I am a creature of habit with my skin except for this Tower 28 spray. And the only reason I say that is because my sister Jocelyn is a skin fanatic and I, like, in pregnancy developed a little bit of eczema on my face and she had said try the SOS Tower 28 spray because apparently it's a end all be all fix all product. So it was one of those things that like when it kept like coming up in conversation and then it got sent to me and it just felt serendipitous. Yes. But it was meant to be. It was meant to be. It was meant to be my life. It's meant to be my skincare lineup. But I don't really stray away from my skincare lineup. I'm very, very, very particular with it. And especially in during pregnancy, I'm waiting to see more data come out with Road before I like take the plunge. But I support my girl. Her aesthetics are fire. Love her to death. She's a set supporter. And I'm really proud of the line she created. I have it. I love it. And my skin has never been softer. You should get the lip products. Yeah. lip. Pro- well, they're yeah. sold out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. OK, number three. What is your favorite set product you've ever come out with? Ooh, it's a product we haven't come out with yet. Although, sorry, that's a loaded question. I think Sculptflex will always be near and dear to my heart. Is Sculptflex? Okay, I never know the names. I'm so bad at remembering it. I have like the greens that I wear all the time. But is that the one that's like a little bit thicker? It's tighter. Yes, it's that's seamless. my favorite. Oh my God. Yeah. I I went, I was like so stupid. I went and put an order and of like, I think four of the exact, I have the green like the- First of all, do not order. I Well, I get stuff from you guys all the time. I put in an order of so many things. The next day, I got a gifting text. And I was like, fuck my life. Why did I? Yeah. So it's actually great for me. The problem is I just have so much. But like, I don't, I always want it. So don't think any differently. But yeah, I love, that's my favorite. Yeah, Skullflex is my favorite. But we have something coming that I'm like really excited about. It was a happy accident. Not an accident. Like a happy, like, fluke, I guess. That's coming. And I'm like so stoked about it. That's very exciting. Yeah. I want to talk about imposter syndrome. Okay. Because you are very open about dealing with it. Yes. So when is your like imposter syndrome the worst? Honestly, surprisingly, it's not with being a leader or running a company. I'm so confident in what I'm doing. And I mean, I run a multi-million dollar company and have 30 employees. I'm doing something right. You know, it's not there. It's like I can't it's it's part of my anxiety too, married with imposter syndrome but I just always think that the world is against me like if someone doesn't answer a text message my mind isn't oh they're busy or 
their phone died. They're in the shower. They're just not on their phone or they're going to answer later. It's like, fuck, what did I do to hurt them? Did I like upset them? Do they actually not like me? Or how come they're posting on Instagram but not answering my texts? And I like run through all these questions. And then recently, like obviously being a business owner, I get more followers and, you know, like even influencers like want to get to know me or reach out to me and like different things like that. And I'm sure they're so nice, but like I literally am terrified to meet them. And they're great girls. Like I know that they are through social media and just like I can just tell I have such good intuition on people. And it's still I still can't bring myself to like meet them in person because I feel like I won't be as cool as them or that because like I'm not an influencer like which I don't know why I think that because they're not those type of girls. Mm -hmm. But it's like that's part of it. And then honestly, what really gets me is when a brand wants to send me something. I don't get why. Like I'm just like, why? 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 I don't even know how to post a like aesthetically pleasing Instagram story. I look like a grandma when I'm taking like an overhead shot of something that someone just sent me. And like, I don't match the text to the like colors in the story. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, which is ironic because I am a social media like genius, yes. but not with my own social media. And I literally I, I ask myself why, like every single time I get a DM from like a well-known brand or a well-known influencer or even like there's some I, I don't she's like an up and coming actress that was on some show she's verified it's a popular show my pregnancy brain's getting in the way but she dm me and she was like i am so obsessed with you like your tiktok and you and your company and i was like why it's a mind fuck to be honest do you ever like push yourself to go meet with these people or does it just make you like shut down i shut down but i am gonna be forced to meet them on monday because we have a collaboration with ami song coming out oh that's and fun. i'm so excited because ami like definitely put her twist on things and i'm i'm really excited for everyone to see this we've been working on it for a year and we have her like a launch event which is a dinner it's a very 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 intimate dinner and on the guest list are some of these girls that i am insta friends with and i will be meeting them for the first time and I have extreme anxiety about it. I don't have anxiety about what I'm going to wear, what my hair is going to look like, hanging out with Ami, who's my friend, or like if the event's going to go well. My anxiety is meeting my Insta friends for the first time in real life. What are you going to do to like prep for it? Like to I don't, calm down. I mean, I don't have a choice. Like yeah. I just have to go. Luckily, Allie's going and she's like always my safety blanket. And these girls, I'm not scared. Like they're so nice. I don't know. I No, it's I, not like a... It's not like negative towards them. Yeah, it's yeah. not negative towards them at all. It's just like, I'm just scared. Like, I don't fit in with them. I'm not as cool as them. I'm not as trendy as them. That's not true, though. But I, I think I, like, convince myself that it is. And, like, I also am in this weird stage in my life where, like, I am a young mom. I have two. I have my second kid on the way. I am married. I bought my own house. So I'm, like, living this adult life. But I also have friends who aren't doing that and aren't anywhere near to having kids or my Insta friends who also aren't near having kids. And like, I, f I feel like I don't know which side of the line I belong. And like this, like middle ground is like really hard for me to juggle. Cause like I have my mom friends. I have my like friends that I've been with since middle school. And then I have my Insta friends who I talk to all the time that like we haven't met in person. And then I have my young friends who are like all my little sisters. And I'm like in the middle and I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do this. 
I get that, especially in a city like LA. Yeah. Where it really is so, like, you could be, whereas in another state, maybe around 30 to 38 kid, people are having kids, standard, but like LA is not. You could literally, that's what I think is really cool about LA is that people aren't necessarily following like an age path. Yeah. So, like, things are really up in the air for everyone. I mean, I always, I wanted to be a young mom since I was little. Like, if I wasn't a CEO, everyone always says, like, if you weren't a CEO, I mean, listen, let's be real. I would always have to, like, start something of my own or always be working because I fucking love working. Like, I hate the weekends and I love the weeks, mm-hmm. like, love the weekdays. Now I love the weekends because I get to spend time with my son, but. I always wanted to be a young mom and I always knew that about myself. I didn't understand how hard it was going to be to like juggle so many different types of friends and friend groups. And like I have my mom friends. They're all older than me. I always how feel did like you meet baby. your mom friends? Like how do you meet mom friends? In mom group. So I became pregnant. I just like put feelers out there. I think my friend Ashley, I was talking to her and she was like, you have to join this like mom group called Sleepy Planet. I'll like text the teacher and like see if you can get in. It's like referral based because they like to keep it like intimate and small. And so like you meet a lot of people. I actually like met some of my best mom friends in this group who I'm best friends with today. Like I'm going to Cabo with one of them in December. Like our families are going together. Oh, that's so cute. But it's hard because like Garrett and I are so we're we're 31 and like they're young too, but they're like 36, 37. Mm-hmm. And like that's not a huge age gap, but it it is when like you're talking about like, I'm not going to go run to her and be like, I'm scared to meet my Insta friends. Yeah. Like, she's like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's hard navigating. Like, I feel like I have to like be like, OK, I have to turn on mom mode, Lindsay, for this friend group. Or I have to turn on big sister, Lindsay, for this friend group. Or I have to turn on like high school, Lindsay, like to like connect back with my high school friends or whatever it might be. I like feel like I'm always myself, but I'm like different versions of myself per the group. It's almost like compartmentalizing in a way, like yeah. certain parts. Yeah. And also, I think being 31 versus 36, like you naturally when you're 31, you're also going to still have younger friends. Yes. So like the Insta friends and stuff. But you are so cool. You are so trendy. And also none of these people are want to be your friend for any other reason than they want to be your friend. So it's or like want to hang out and spend time with you. You know what I mean? So like that's the other thing, too, that I get in my head about is like I always feel like I'm the only one who's asking people to hang out. Like I never feel like it's on the reverse and that could totally be in my head. Mm -hmm. But that's like the whole anxiety side to me. Like I'm so scared of not being asked to be included or hang out that I feel like I try to beat people to the punch and be the person to ask to do that, that I never let that happen to myself to see that I am wanted and I am wanting to like that they do want to include me or like different things like that because I want to beat the person to the punch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but just about around this time of year, I have such a shopping bug. I have been shopping nonstop, whether it's for my home my closet, my makeup, my skincare, everything. I just feel like I want a refresh, okay? And I have been loving Macy's. But I'm here to tell you, there is a VIP sale currently going on from September 23rd to October 3rd. Get 30% off regular sale and clearance items, plus 15% off beauty. Macy's VIP sale has arrived just in time to get everything you need to bring your style A-game this fall. So that is 30% off all of your fall fashion must-haves like denim jackets, midi dresses, lug sole boots, and so much more. Plus, shop the way you want by picking up in-store or curbside 
or get your new finds at your door with same-day delivery. Check out Macy's.com. Again, that is Macy's.com. I'm back on my denim jacket hunt, and all of the ones that I've been finding that I've been loving are all from Macy's. I'm also super into midi, so anything like a midi dress or a midi skirt, you pair that with some boots and a sweater, and it's like the perfect fall look. So again, check out Macy's.com. Again, that is Macy's.com. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I am the way that I am for two main reasons. The first being that I grew up on Nancy Drew and Judy B. Jones. So I am definitely a combination of those two characters. The second being that I have been in and out of therapy most of my life, and it has really helped me come up with solutions instead of focusing on my problems. I feel like it's really easy to get there stuck on your problems, whether it's drama within your family or depression or anxiety or whatever it is. It's really easy to focus on those things. Not that those things aren't valid, but what's harder is to come up with solutions or tools in which to deal with the things that you're going to therapy for, right? So what therapy has helped me with the most is learning how to navigate life, maybe with anxiety, with feeling confused about life, with depression, with family issues, with my own personal problems. It has helped me so much. In today's episode, we're talking a lot about imposter syndrome and changing your mind, navigating your 20s, just experiencing basically challenges in your 20s. And I cannot recommend therapy enough. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. All of those things make it a little bit less overwhelming when you start, which I love. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time, which is really, really helpful because it is important to kind of shop around with different therapists to find the right one for you. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Kinsey today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kenzie. I'm naturally like it's interesting because I think I felt that more when I was younger because I'm just naturally the planner. But if someone was asking us the other day because I am the one who plans things constantly, I don't know what it is. I don't really feel that way anymore, but I used to feel that way. The other thing, too, is that a lot of our plans revolve around like something with like a Kinsey Elizabeth thing, like yeah. either like a collaboration or work or whatever, or like a lot of my friends, we do girl trips all the time. But like normally they're meeting me in a city that I already have to be in. So it's just kind of work. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I think if someone really doesn't want to be around you, they're just not going to be around you. Totally. Totally. And I and I understand that. But I also think like as cheesy as it is, the one thing that's grounded me the most is my son. Like there's nothing better. I could just spend my time with him and be fine. You know, so like that's helped with this like ongoing situation that I struggle with. But I think it's going to take a lot of like inner work to like see that why people like me and that's mm-hmm. gonna it, it's gonna start with me it's just when the fuck do I have time like yeah literally yesterday Kaylin's like I don't know how you do it your calendar is back to back like I've never I, I just don't do you have time to sip water said sometimes no it is crazy your day I can't even imagine like your day-to-day plus having a son like that is wild yeah it's a lot I'm not gonna lie like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it I when I clock off of work and like I get to go home like after this I get to go home I don't get to kick my feet up and turn on Love Island and like go like order in Mm -hmm. and like have a night in I have to go be mommy until he goes down and then when he goes down then I 
you know, want to catch up with my husband or see how he's doing or like it's now 7, 45, 8 p.m. when I finally get to be like, what a day. Oh, and I'm up at six the next day. Truly a superhero. What do you think besides obviously being married and having a child, which you were married in your 20s, but besides that, what do you think the biggest difference is from like your early 20s to now? Honestly, it's how much you grow and like how you handle situations. I think I just really wanted to fit in in my 20s and like kind of just like became someone I wasn't depending on who I was with. And it got exhausting. Like I was just like, this isn't me. I'm not a big drinker. I don't love alcohol. Like I don't judge anyone for it at all I'm not sober Sally like don't get me wrong I do love a good cocktail or you know passion fruit margarita for sure Mm. on a hard day but like that's not my mode of happiness in my or at least it wasn't in my 20s and then also like I've been with my husband for 10 years that's crazy yeah so navigating like us changing has been interesting from our 20s to 30s too and like we communicate differently now that we're older and like our fights have changed now that we're older. And I think that you just, like you said on my podcast, like you just have to be open to change and changing your mind on things. And like at the end of the day, I was just having this conversation with Lauren Elizabeth, like you are your own person. Like you get to make your own decisions. You get to formulate your own thoughts. You get to make your mistakes fix your mistakes the whole nine yards because we are individuals and we get to do that as humans. And I think that like everyone thinks that there's some rule book that they have to follow as they go from their 20s to their 30s. But honestly, I really think 30s are the new 20s. I've never like been more content with myself and my life and I was terrified to turn 30 I'm very happy with where I am right now and I would not want to do my 20s again yeah so I am really looking forward to my 30s like I have some time I know but I just feel like I'm going to thrive my 30s and everyone says how much they just love being in their 30s your 20s are a time for you to fuck up make mistakes figure out who you are Go on five million dates, sleep with whoever the fuck you want, whether it's a girl, a boy, who matters? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, do whatever you want in your 20s. Your 20s is for your to figure out, like, what makes you happy, who you are, who you want to surround yourself with, because that's when that all kind of gets figured out in your 30s. And that's why I feel like people love their 30s more than their 20s, because everything kind of starts to feel a little bit figured out. But if I were to do my 20s all over again, I probably would have been more reckless just to like grow more. What are things you would do? I don't know. I probably would have like gone out more or just like said yes to more things. I wish I was more of a yes girl in my 20s rather than like a no. I mean, that's such a loaded question. I feel like I wouldn't have changed being in a relationship because I do think that Garrett is my twin flame. There's a difference between a soulmate and a twin flame. But what is the difference? Can you explain this to me? Can I just give you like a Google definition? Because I don't want to I don't want to fuck it up. But difference between twin flame and soulmate. Okay. So the main difference is the idea that twin flames are two halves of the whole where soulmates are not. 
While twin flames are thought to be one soul split into two bodies, soulmates are simply two separate souls that are extraordinarily linked. Like, I truly think that me and Garrett are two halves that come together to make a whole. He, I'm very extroverted. I speak my opinion. I like, you know, challenge a lot. Like I'm a challenger for sure. I'm a planner. I do not procrastinate. And Garrett is all the opposites. And I really think that like we just come together as one. I mean, we've been together for 10 years. We've lived together for eight and a half of those years. So it just works. I mean, like he lets me be independent and he lets me be me. And I don't feel like I have to compromise who I am when I'm with him. So I wouldn't have changed my relationship in my 20s. Like I know a lot of people are like, go on a million dates, like blah, blah, blah. That I had down. Garrett is my everything. But I I don't know. I probably just like would have taken on more experiences. I probably would have started things that I like thought to start then where I had the idea but was scared to fail. I probably wouldn't have been like pursuing early childhood education because I knew in my heart that that I didn't want to be a teacher, but I felt like I had to follow society and get my degree and finish. And I probably wouldn't have listened to my dad, to be honest. Like I, I don't say my parents because I lost my mom when I was young, but I probably... I battled my dad a lot growing up, but I probably would have battled him more to like really go after what I want and not like listened. But I felt controlled by him with like finances and stuff. So I felt like I had to listen. I probably would have like started therapy a lot more rigorously in my 20s. I'm trying to think of what else I would have changed. I would have traveled more. I think everyone should be traveling their ass off in their 20s. So yeah. These are like mainly things I'm doing. So I feel good about this. But you that's are, because yeah. I have a podcast where I talk about life in your 20s so much. So I like listen to whatever anyone. I love advice and like listening to anyone who knows actually anyone in life. But like anyone who is further ahead of, than, of me yeah. than, in life. What am I trying to say? So you're doing your 20s right. I, okay, really, I really think that you are. I also would say like in the dating scene, not that I'm a professional because I've been with the same man for 10 years, but like, don't be so picky. You know, like if you're da- like, you never know what's going to make your soul happy, especially in a partner and a friend and anyone like you get so surprised by the relationships that make you the happiest. And that definitely comes in friendships and relationships. And don't be so picky, like say yes to every date, every opportunity, every setup, every blind date, because as cheesy as it is, like everyone has a soul and they have a personality and it's not all about looks or this or that. And you can fall in love with someone's soul and their insides and all everything. And then the outside falls on top of that. That's very good advice. The one thing I'm not doing is I'm not going on any dates. Like I've been so out of the dating game for like a year. Like, I had no interest. By the way, you don't have to go on. Like, you can work on yourself. Like, if you're in the I'm working on me era, look at me. I'm such a millennial. (laughs) If you're on the working on me era, like, work on yourself. That's part of also your 20s. Like, understand who you are. Like, try everything. Do do it all. That You have 10 years to do it. So, Mm -hmm. like, if you want to take a year or two or three or four or five of your 20s to focus on you because you really want to find your person in your 30s, then so be it. There's no rule book. That's that's my point. Yeah. Is there's no rule book to how you want to live your life. Don't like compare yourself on social media. Don't, you know, compare yourself to your friends. Like 
you are here for you. Live your life how you want to live it. How does how does it make you happy? And lean into that. That is my one, I wouldn't even say fear because it's not fully a fear, but I just don't have a desire to date. Like I'm having so much fun. All of my, it's like me and my best girlfriends, we're all single. We go on girl trips all the time. We do everything together. Like we're just having such a fun time, but I'm like, I'm only 24 too, so it's fine. I think I'd be stressing maybe at a different time, but I just don't want to look back and be like, oh, I wish I would have gone on dates. But like at this you current won't. time, I don't want to go on dates. That's fine. There's no there's no rule book. Don't let like anyone tell you differently. And if you do look back and you're like, well, fuck me, I should have gone on so many dates, then start it right then and there. Like you have time to do that. Like just do you. That's yeah. my that's just do you. That's me overthinking, you know? It's, I mean, look at me. I'm freaking out about a freaking event on Monday of meeting my Insta friends. Talk it's about overthinking. They're going to love you. I, I, yeah. Okay. Bringing it back to books, like I always do. Okay. Do you have any other book recs or um, recent reads? So it's so funny because when, before we started recording this episode, you're like, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about books. And I was like, well, I am the last person she wants to talk about books with because I really am only a Colleen Hoover fan. That's fine. And everyone like from TikTok or like my Instagram, they always ask me like business books. Listen, I've never read a business book ever, ever. Doesn't do anything for me. Everyone's business is different. Everyone runs things differently. Like how I run set is not how you're going to run Okai. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Colleen Hoover books, that's where it's at for me right now. You should read Anyone that's okay, authors that are like kind of similar in the same vibe, certain Emily Henry books, Renee Carlino, Taylor Jenkins Reid. This is for like listeners, not you don't have to read all these. Okay. I have posts on Instagram too where it's like giving similar authors. Oh, I love Abby Jimenez. I think that's how you say her name. Every book of hers that I've read, all four or five, all of them I've rated five stars. Wow. And I don't rate things five stars like very often. Every single book I read five stars. Do you follow Kelsey DePrima or Jules Jacobson on Instagram? Yes. They post a lot of great book recs. I I follow both of them. And I think I we read very similar books, I think. Yeah, you do. It's just like such a world out there. Like once you get in it, it's just like, oh, I love it. If I come across anything since now that, you know, I'm like a very picky reader that I'm like, holy shit, this was like 10 out of 10. I'll text you. Oh, please. And let you know. There is something on my list. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it fast enough for a podcast recording. But my friend, actually, I can find this very quickly. She told me to read this book if I liked Colleen Hoover. And she was like, she said it was the best book that she's ever read. It is called You Should Read Every Last Secret. What's the author? I don't know. Wait, I'm pretty sure we read that. Lauren and I read that for book club when I was doing book club on the podcast for a second. Can I? Wait, you don't have it. Let me Google it. Yeah, Google it. No, it might actually be Lauren and I's least favorite book ever, but we have an unpopular opinion on it. Like, (laughs) let me see. But I might be wrong. I haven't read it. So you're. wait, Wait, what did you say it was? Every Last Secret. I posted on my story back in June when I finished Verity that I said this is by far the best book that I've ever read. And then she responded to my story and said, you should read Every Last Secret. It's my favorite that I've read in a while if you like these kind of books. And then we like started talking more about it. But she said it's like by far the okay, best. Okay, I take it back. It's not the book that we hated because I rated it three stars, which probably means it was three five. And Lauren loved this book. I take it back. I'm pretty sure. There was one book that we read, though, that like, dang, I'm forgetting it, that like, Lauren and I still like when people post it on their stories like we will send it to each other and be like do you remember when we had to read this book but it's not that one 
Wow. Anyways, I do like that. Another book that's really good for the summer vibes. Every summer after, if you are like, if people liked The Summer I Turned Pretty, that kind of vibe, it's like a more adult version of that book. Okay. And there's a series that I haven't seen yet, but. Well, if I'm being totally honest, I don't even have five minutes to eat dinner. No, I don't know when you would ever read. I had dino nuggets for dinner Maybe when last you go night. on vacation. Yeah, maybe my next vacation, which is in December, but I will be traveling with my toddler. Yeah, I was like, and I was about to say, I don't know when you would do that. Yeah, well, we'll see. Maybe I'll like force myself. But as I said last night for dinner and probably for dinner tonight, I, I had dino nuggets. I don't have time for anything. Dino nuggets are really good, though. You're telling me. I would I would kill for those. Okay, well, it's been great having you on for the third time. I you are it. basically a co-host here. We always here. find a way to like talk about something different every single time, I know, which I think is so impressive. cool. It's impressive. Look yeah. at us go. Yeah, look at us go. Love it. Okay, so where can they find you? Lindsay Carter on Instagram, Lindsay Rachel Carter on TikTok because I'm a TikTok queen now, and at Set Active on Instagram and TikTok as well. And the podcast? Well, Ready Set Spill. I post everything on Set Active and my personal. I don't have the time to run a third social media no, account. No, but like what, like t- oh, Ready, Ready Set, Set Spill, Spill is the podcast. Yeah, Ready Set Spill yeah. with Dear Media. I talk a lot about business. I'm really leaning into like the BTS of set on the future coming episodes. I'm going to do like a new series of like a hot seat where I bring in, like I record from the office and bring my employees on without preparing them and ask them a bunch of questions. That's cool. So I'm really excited about leading more into like set and the BTS of that. But it's ready, set, spill. I spill everything on motherhood, business, life, and the whole nine yards. Love it. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can watch us on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram. Be sure to pick up your Dallas live show tickets. That's very important. And if you guys live in New York City, I'm going to be there in a couple weeks. Actually, I think like two weeks for a little pop-up for the Okine. So be sure to follow along. I'll be sharing all the details probably very soon. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Leave a nice little rating interview and I will talk to you guys on Monday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.